Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Generally, every month or so, our friends at Sauce Magazine join us with a roundup of recommended new restaurants to try. It's been a long time since we've had a conversation like that. New openings have been few and far between. There have been many more restaurant closures than openings. And a state of flux has been the only constant for restaurants seeking to stay open. But this month, Sauce actually has new restaurants to recommend. It's the first time that's happened on this show since the coronavirus shut down the region in March. And joining us today to talk about it is Mira Nagarajan. She's the art director at Sauce. Mira, welcome back. Hi, it's so good to be back. It is just great to hear your voice. It sounds like a sort of return to the pre-pandemic days, the good old days. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's nice. That's a great thought. (laughs) We're also joined today by Heather Hughes-Huff. She's Sauce Magazine's managing editor. Heather, welcome. Hi, thank you for having us. So, Heather, restaurants have been closing all over town. Others are just grappling with how to stay open during the pandemic. People are really opening new restaurants right now? (laughs) I've been very impressed, yes. Um, Obviously, these places were in the works before everything shut down, but um, people have found a way. And uh, the ones that we're talking about have done a really great job in figuring out you know, curbside service and limited dining spaces, and the food is really great. Well, we have four of them we want to talk about today. I'm hoping we'll have a little time after that to talk about the bigger picture, but I know people are wanting some recommendations of something new to try, (laughs) so let's just dive right into this. Um, The first place is called Perennial on Lockwood. Heather, this is in Webster Groves. What is it? Yes, this is a collaboration between Olive and Oak. The Perennial on Lockwood is actually in their new space, which is massive uh, right down the street from their old space in Webster Groves on Lockwood. Um, But there is also perennial perennial artisan ales has a brew pub within the building as well. So they're brewing beer there. And then um, the menu is a collaboration between Olive and Oak sous chef Joe Biondo and perennials chef Evan Buckholtz. Um, And the food is, we've said this in the office several times, it's like, this is what you want a hit list to feel like. Hmm. Um, We loved every single thing we tried. Um, They are doing really fun, just like sandwich and salad type stuff. They have a Chicago styled fried bologna sandwich, which is really cute. They uh, have house made bologna that they fry and then serve with all of the Chicago style hot dog toppings like neon relish, sport peppers, tomato, onion, dill pickle, um, and celery salt, I assume. And then the other thing that really stood out that we loved was a crispy chicken thigh sandwich, which sort of looks like, you know, like a Nashville style hot fried chicken sandwich, but is a little bit different. They use Szechuan peppercorn, so it has that tingly spicy feeling. Um, And the chicken was just fried to perfection. It's so, so good. Um, So everything down the line is great. And then you should definitely get a beer when you go there. They're only open for lunch, but we still recommend ordering a pint. It's uh, open Wednesday to Sunday. And with those hours, if this is something where people don't want to dine inside in person, is there a patio or you can just get this to go? Yep. Um, Olive and Oak has launched a big patio space. They've sort of overflown onto the sidewalk, as a lot of people are doing. Um, So you can sit outside and they also do great carryout. We got these things to go when we tried them and it was no problem. Everything still tasted great. Uh, Mira, tell me about Barrio. This is on Demun in Clayton. Hadn't they already been open for a while? Am I wrong thinking this is not a new opening? Yeah, they, they were open. They opened in 2018 and then they closed. Um, they were doing Mexican food like tacos and margaritas, among other things. And they 
Um, they closed temporarily and quietly reopened on June 19th after almost one year of being closed. Hmm. And so the space is the same and the name is the same, but they're offering a short menu of smash burgers and sandwiches and fries, floats, milkshakes, that kind of thing. Um, and I talked to their owner, Alan Rickman, who was one of the original partners that opened Fitz's in the Loop. Mm. And he, he just said that he wanted the new barrio to be more viable and something that the neighborhood was asking for. And the neighborhood wanted a burger joint, so that's what they did. Um, so they have like a list of different burgers that you can get. You can get a beef burger, turkey, or impossible burger. And there's like a list of add-ons so I tried an Impossible Burger with uh, cheddar and caramelized onions, and it was really delicious. And they have, you know, these super crispy salt and pepper fries. And of course, you know, they're going to use Fitz's root beer and for their floats. So I had a float with, and they're using um, Clementine's vanilla ice cream. So Clementine's mm. just a few doors down in Demun. And, you know, it's a pretty short menu, but they, st they started adding a couple things to it. Like they now have a pulled pork sandwich and a fried chicken sandwich, which is such a trend right now. And it just seems that simple and familiar food like this is what people are gravitating towards in general. It's affordable to make and it's affordable to buy and it's quick and fast. So I think that's a trend we're going to start seeing as people start opening new restaurants. Mm -hmm. And that, again, that's a that's a really lovely patio there. So that's Barrio on Demun. Um, old name, completely new concept. Completely new. Heather, tell us about Cellar House. This is in South St. Louis County. Yeah, so this is another that might sound familiar to people. Cellar House actually opened in 2015 as a sister wine bar to Bottle Cellars. Um, which is in Oakville in South County. Um, but they had planned this move before COVID happened. Um, they wanted to expand the menu and sort of become more of a full service place instead of a wine bar snacky kind of restaurant. Um, so they moved locations. They're about a mile north now on Telegraph Road. Um, they opened in June and it's a beautiful space. It's all um, like white subway tile and blonde wood. It looks very very nice, um, very like wine bar appropriate. Um, and they have a much bigger menu. They've got uh, a few flatbreads, um, some sliders, still have the snacky element if you just wanna go for a glass of wine, but they also have some really nice entrees. Um, we really liked the braised beef short rib that came with a Borsan uh, polenta, really creamy, cheesy, um, and a bunch of vegetables. Um, they had some nice salads. Uh, it's just a, a great spot to grab some wine. And I know that Bottle Cellars was a real favorite in the area, uh, sort of not a ton of little independent wine shops around there. Um, and that closed in April. Um, so this is the spot to go if you, if you still want to check out their wine selection and you can get bottles to go, which is great. Okay, so that is Cellar House in South St. Louis County. And then finally, Mira, you guys are also recommending Chicken Out. I understand this is in the spot that used to be Pachoni Pastry. Um, That's exactly right, yeah. So who's behind this <laughs> new venture? So it's the restaurant group behind Sugar Fire Smokehouse and High Point Drive-In, which are insanely popular. Um, yeah, that's the understatement. They have been, they, yeah, they have so many locations and like they have a great business model. Um, and especially it works in 
the time of coronavirus um, because, you know, you can get takeout really easily. It's like fast, accessible food. So they opened chicken out on that corner. It's a huge space. Uh, I went in there to get some uh, carry out. I didn't really see any dining options in there. I think it's only available for carry out right now. Mm. But uh, the menu is full of chicken dishes from sandwiches to salads. We tried their uh, spicy chicken out sandwich, which is like a Nashville style piece of chicken. Again, it's like fried chicken sandwiches all around on our hit list this month. And um, it's got, you know, a spicy chicken breast, uh, like fried, and it's got a great crispy skin and pickles and a hot sauce mayo on a potato bun. Mm -hmm. And they also, if you're a vegetarian, have a faux hawk, which is made from a locally produced uh, plant-based meat alternative called Hungry Planet. And I also tried that and it was crispy and delicious. So if you're feeling like, oh, you can't go there for any reason, like if you're not eating chicken, it's totally available and accessible. And if you're not trying to have a sandwich, they also have lighter options. Like they have an Asian kale salad with this kind of zippy, fresh ginger vinaigrette. And um, they also have crinkle cut fries with chicken salt, which Ooh. I didn't <laughs> know what that is, but uh, it's a blend of spices salt and a dehydrated chicken bone broth so it's got that umami kind of punch to it and it's a little bit of a different twist on traditional french fries which was really fun yeah that sounds really good um so if you're tempted by that that's chicken out that's right there on the edge of the loop um, right at the corner of del mar and skinker um and it sounds like this is something perfect sort of takeout situation you can get this food to go and and not have to worry about germs at all so in the last uh, couple minutes we have here i've got to ask you the big question heather which is i know you guys are always working ahead. You're not working on this last month's issue. You're working on what's coming up. Do you see more openings coming? Are we going to have an excuse to have you guys back uh, within a month? I think so. I mean, people haven't slowed down. You know, there are obviously a lot of obstacles um, in getting everything done. But I did a story earlier in the summer, very close to the shutdown, um, talking to several restaurateurs who have no uh, plans to stop potential new locations like Logan hmm. Ely, um, who works at Shift Restaurant. He has a second location in the works. Um, we've talked to several people who, who aren't slowing down. Hmm. Um, so I think that there will be hit lists again. <laughs> Thank God. Well, that's great to hear because we're going to need to have you back for that. And I got one last quick question for you, Mira. And that is what has been for me the one silver lining in all this doom and gloom. What is the status of to-go cocktails? It is uh, we're going to have them throughout the rest of 2020. Thank goodness. So if you were <laughs> concerned, which I was, you can still get curbside cocktails to go. Um, so that order was extended um, until the end of 2020. And we'll revisit it in 2021. Okay, so Mike Parson giving a very, very small piece of good news to an industry that is fighting really yeah. hard, as well as good news to those of us who sometimes get thirsty for a cocktail. Well, <laughs> that is, uh, that's some good news to end the show with here today. So Mira Nagarajan, Sauce Magazine Art Director, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And Heather Hughes-Huff, Sauce Magazine Managing Editor, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us today. Thanks. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWNU.
Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.